0: This is the Chester County Real Estate Podcast, bringing you the info you need to make your next move a great one. This show is brought to you by REMAX Ace Realty. For show notes and links, go to acerealtypa.com slash podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Chester County Real Estate Podcast. This is the show that gives you the information you need to make your next move a great one. I'm your host, Sean Dominski, and today I'm sitting down with Bobby Holmes, associate broker here at REMAX Ace Realty, and we're going to talk a little bit about things that sellers should be doing to sell their home in this current market. So, Bobby, real quick, um, thanks for being here. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself for those who haven't seen our previous episodes? Yeah, pleasure
1: as always. Thank you. Um, well, I've been in the business ten years now, selling real estate down the trenches, uh, full time. <laughs> and uh, you know, we've when um, you talk about what you need to do to sell your home in this market, you know that that isn't a you know a defined set of you know items on a checklist. It is constantly right. changing. So, um, little about myself. I'm an associate broker here at Remax Ace Realty. Uh, just mm-hmm. really looking to. Um, help people within our community buy and sell real estate and navigate through the many challenges.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we have seen a little bit of a shift. So I
1: was just doing a uh, a market
0: update this last week. Um, everything's pretty similar to last year, just kind of 20% lower. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know what your experience has been. Um, but uh, it seems like things are the markets, Slowing down a little bit. Now, what I've ha- what I have noticed is that for as much as the buyer demand has dropped, it seems like the amount of listings have have also dropped. So it seems like oh, at least up until last month, you know, with the when the data came in, that prices were kind of still still kind of stable. Um, what have you been seeing as far as the market? What the market's doing right now? Uh, okay. Longer days on market, more price reductions, less price reductions. As many, you know, are 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 the offers coming in over asking like they were for the past couple of years?
1: Sure. Um, so good question. Um, what's going on out there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I think you are right on when you say that our market is stable. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's not. All get into a panic here. Um, what we're looking at though is, you know, retroactively is data from settlements in June, July, August, mm-hmm. early September. So folks that listed their home, dare I say, at the peak of the market, it's hard to explain to them in a listing appointment how the interest rates impact the value of their home. Mm-hmm. Because I tend to find that your average consumer looks at value as what they can afford monthly. Right. Okay, we we think about our bills. They think about what does my mortgage payment look like
0: when they're getting prequalified. That they're getting qualified for a mortgage payment, not necessarily
1: a purchase price. Right. So that you know, purchase price may change as you move through you know different townships, different counties, you know, depending on your. Geographic location, yeah. um, taxes, HOA; those things are going to change what your monthly payment is. So, um, a lot of folks look at like, okay, this is our max price that we're shooting for. Should we find our dream home, maybe we can stretch and come up to this price. So, as you know, interest rates went up significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, that really um, stuck a lot of folks in the mud. All right, so you know the market activity was significantly lower than you know in the in the early spring late summer of course um, in the early spring, low interest rates, low inventory, uh, folks were just looking at their neighbors and saying, "Oh my gosh, they sold their home for this. maybe I should list it for this and they mm. were they were listing it above you know what they even thought and getting that if not more. Which just you know then that's the problem, um, you know that the the Fed was looking to control is the skyrocketing prices. So um, when I was going into a listing appointment, I was saying, "Listen, this is what homes sold for. Let's add twenty five fifty k onto it." Mm-hmm. And now I'm doing the opposite because what we're doing is we're seeing, you know, the the fruits of those, you know, th- of that market the settlements we're looking at that data so right so you know and i'd I'd been in this scenario where i was sitting down with folks ready to list their home after we got over that peak and they're saying well we saw this down the street sell for you know xyz and i said well that's a you know that's a different world now right you know um you know with the average selling price in downingtown um, you know, it could be seven, eight hundred dollars more in their monthly payment. So that significantly impacts people's purchasing power. So the problem for those consumers now is that we have low, we had low inventory. We that still continues. Mm-hmm. Folks had trouble finding a house. They were looking at, they liked for, let's just say five hundred k. Well now their purchasing power has moved, you know, down closer to the four range, and now they're really having trouble finding what they like because anytime you move down in a hundred K increment, the homes are gonna look significantly less enticing. Right. So you know, the folks are having to settle for a lot less than they had hoped for the beginning of the process if they've if they've been working with their agent for a while now. So one my my question, and obviously this is just
0: anecdotal because it's hard to really get in the minds of an entire market. Um, do you think with the interest rates going up that people are adjusting their housing their house search to match their monthly payment, or are they putting their home search on hold? Because I'm actually wondering if you know when every time the interest rates go up, if you're just going to see a drop in buyer activity, and then as they kind of mentally get used to it and kind of mentally realize even though they can't afford what they want they still want to move sure. they're coming back into the market so it it almost seems like we might be seeing some buyers kind of come back into this new market but mm. slowly um, in a way and obviously every individual is going to be completely different but from sure. like a finger on the pulse type of standpoint
1: what do you think sure so um as an agent and you know trying to look at the market optimistically people will always move people will always buy and sell real estate okay um mostly during life changes people are still getting married people are still getting divorced, people still having children they outgrow space or they age to a point where it's time to downsize so that will you know always take place okay
0: well anyone who was doing business back in like 2012 It's like, yeah, people are always still going to move because that was like the worst time to, like, no one wanted to buy property at that point.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, positively for an agent that, you know, is looking to continue growing in the career, um, you know, already knowing that you need to weather some storms, um, it's a great time to gain market share Mm -hmm. as an agent because we're seeing already um, hundreds and thousands of agents falling out of the business everybody seemed to jump on the the bandwagon uh last year when they saw um you know it, the, the checks sold, coming in. Yeah, sold, yeah. sold 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 right so that's it looks so easy yeah you know and and some of the best agents do make it look easy yeah um you know below the the surface though is you know the the challenges and 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 trial and error and You know the the relentlessness of that agent to you know to catch fish you got to muck up the water
0: yeah and i you know i tell people it's not necessarily how many years they an agent's been in business but i do think how many market cycles they've been through yeah uh now whether that's you're in the business or you're you're just in the market or another uh provider uh but you know, I, I think it's really important when you're seeing something like a market shift. You can you can compare it to your experience the last time this happened, or yeah. when yeah. this happened, or when you see the uh, market go euphoric. You can kind of be like, "Yeah, this feels like what people what was happening back then," or it doesn't. You know, and have yeah. some and that kind of experience. I think is really really important. Now, obviously, it's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think it's uh, it, it can add a lot. Um to have some sort of perspective of yeah, so what's going on in the f- grand for scheme me, of things. Coming yeah.
1: into the market as a new agent in two thousand twelve. Yeah. Um, I I've not been through a, you know, large scale macro shift right. in the market that dramatically happened in a short period of time. Um, I, I think that I was coming off of the tail end of the buyer market after the yeah. housing crash and and then starting my business through a balanced market, yeah. really. Um,
0: yeah, that I would say 012 to 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. like in hindsight, obviously, it's like that was a really just stable – like it was just a good market. I, I felt like it. Uh, I mean, it, things, it was just things were it was fair grad- for both sides, and it was just gradually increasing, but it wasn't like insane right. sh- uh, shooting up or right. dropping down.
1: So you know, now you know, of course, looking into a crystal ball, what's going to happen tomorrow? I, yeah. you know, I, I'd be a lot wealthier man if I knew that. But um, I believe that you know the, this turbulence is going to continue for a while because mm-hmm. um, folks did. Uh, folks did, you know, stand still in the mud for a bit as interest rates were shooting up there. Uh, some of them if they were, you know, hell bent on buying a home, you know, they've they've continued through it and maybe they found one and their interest rates higher and they had flexibility to to make that payment. Um, and I've worked with folks that they, they were buying a home because they've got the motivation behind them to, you know, fight Right. To, you know, to fight through that. Um, I, I've worked with, with buyers
0: who just said, we have to move. Like, right. you know, there was uh, a buyer where it was partway through our home search, something significant happened in his life. And I was like, hey, if you have to take a break, mm-hmm. like, I don't want, I don't want to, because he was a friend of mine. I was like, I don't want to keep talking business if you have to take a break he's like sean i I, we need to move either way so that that's when i was like okay he's serious Uh,
1: you know and then regionally folks do seem to buy seasonally so that's why it's busy every spring it's usually busy every fall and then it cools off a bit uh, you know, come around 4th of July time, I believe we've talked you know, before about this, you know, folks start going to the beach yeah. and then right now folks are starting to pinch pennies for the holidays, especially in an inflationary market. So, um, you know, in holiday parties and yeah. the and, busyness of right, the holidays, it's, it's a, right. It's, it's a lot. Um, so do, I believe there'll be a resurgence, um, mm-hmm. you know, early spring again this year and But the problem that remains is we still have very, very low inventory. So, um, especially if rates dip down, Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be this big demand push again. And folks are going to be in the same situation where there's, you know, homes that are the hot property that's priced well. They're going to sell fast for asking price, if not more. And I'm seeing that right now because we are so low of inventory. Um, you know, there's homes that they've listed and have been on the market because they looked at what things sold for in July, yeah. and they're overpriced. And and continually, folks are waiting for the new house to pop on the market. And there's this big surge of competition on it. And if it's priced accurately, it's it will it will sell. Yeah. It might not have 20 offers but it still might have, you know, 2 to 5 and um you know those folks are going to win because if we sat in the spring we talked about pricing your home, I would say let's throw on a, you know a couple extra bucks and see mm-hmm. if we can get it. Now, I think a strong strategy is to underprice and try to create that competition because yeah. Folks in that price range, they're going to look at your home and you want to create that demand, that you know that's I think part of your job as a good listing agent. And um, you know, if you've ever bought anything on eBay, sometimes you know competition can fuel folks to pay a little bit more because they want to right. win the bid. So,
0: and if- they've already invested so much into it where it's 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 a lot easier to walk away from a house that you haven't even gone and seen haven't driven by you know from a from a web from a photo on a website as it is to a house that you've already walked through and taken a look at fallen in love with and now maybe not a bidding war but now you're sitting there trying to figure out what kind of concessions you're going to make and you've you're that much more vested into it so getting those people in and through is going
1: to help that seller uh, additionally, the um, after, we're, after the refinance boom that we saw last year, mm-hmm. you know many folks are sitting on a lot of equity in their home and you know a two and a half to three percent interest rate. So because prices have remained stable, if they don't have to move, they're probably not going to. They're mm-hmm. actually probably feeling a little bit stuck in their home for a bit because to move up, you know, they're going to have to still pay a lot. And then the interest rates are higher. So, you know, the, it's going to be a significant jump in their mortgage payment. But does that really change the type of home they're able to move to? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh-huh. So to make a lateral, it, it may be a lateral move. Is it worth the cost of moving and, you know, a, a bird in hand? Mm-hmm. Um, so you think actually the, the refi boom is going to,
0: Kind of lock people in their houses a little bit longer and kind of slow down the uh, I, I the think amount of so. listings I, and the market. I, when I
1: just and and I try to yeah. relate things to myself, and, um, yeah, you know, and me and my family were sitting in a home we bought it, you know, in a kind of a perfect window in 2020, right before things got out of hand. Yeah, and we got a we're at a three percent interest rate, so. Mm. It doesn't, you know, I guess I missed the opportunity to, to refinance even lower, but I think that the days of that 3% are gone for a right. while. So unless there's some significant, you know, macro event that, you know, we can't predict. So... For me, you know, I'm just going to sit back. I can't really even do much with that equity right now, you know, right. just to pull out an equity line. I'm still going to ha- have a high, you know, interest rate on that. So I th- somebody like me, we're just going to sit tight for a while and see how things recover. Um, you know, and I do believe, you know, what goes up goes down and vice versa. So, you know, looking historically, home should continue appreciating and rates should get more affordable. So, um, I think a lot of folks feel like I do. They're just, hey, listen, you know, we don't really need, you know, that additional square footage. We don't really need, you know, X, Y, Z. So, we're, we're okay with what we got, um, especially in an environment where you know there's so much talk about recession looming okay. in the air. So, um,
0: another topic. Now, my favorite topic
1: marketing. <laughs> so
0: um, when homes are flying off the shelf mm-hmm. and they're getting sold within hours of the sign hitting the ground, doesn't really leave much room for any kind of marketing. Do you think that how a uh, property is marketed is going to become more important as things start to move as we shift into another, into a different market? Sure. Um, well,
1: Things were certainly flying off the shelves this spring. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I fell into this trap too, where I felt like once you got a listing, you know, that you could almost count that as a paycheck. You just put the sign in the yard, somebody's going to buy it because the competition's so high, the rates were so low. Uh, So I think that we shift into a more service oriented industry, which is the backbone of being a real estate agent Mm -hmm. uh, you know and you know folks are going to start to pay attention to those little extra things you know are you are you helping them are you explaining things are you providing you know quick and timely communication Mm -hmm. um when i'm sitting down with my folks you know if i don't sell their home quickly now Mm -hmm. You know, that I I know that they're upset because, you know, this other agent sold their home in 30 seconds (laughs) several months ago. But, you know, the world is different now. And I understand this maybe a little bit better than they do because I live it every day. But so I try to focus, you know, my attention to the service aspect. You know, what can I do to help you, uh, you know, help you get your home ready? Um, Can I help you get a a cleaning service? Um, I just helped somebody move a piano with my trailer the other day that was is sometimes you got to watch what you you say when you're sitting at the closing table. I said, "Hey, listen, I got a trailer. If you need something <laughs> to move, yeah, sure. Let me move this piano. piano. It's got to be tonight. You know? Oh, great. And We're taking it, you know, all the way across mm-hmm. the region. So,
0: and, and for the record, that's not an offer <laughs> to yeah. move people's pianos. Well, yeah, anything's, anything's negotiable here. You, I got, you know, negotiable. as an agent,
1: you got to be little, you got to be flexible here and, and you know earn your ducats where there you can. You go. So, um, <laughs> I do think there there will be an emphasis on the service aspect of it. Um, marketing is still, you know, the top real estate coaches that I've listened to have explained to us in, I believe, in Gary Keller's book, uh, Shift, mm-hmm. he explains that you're to make cutbacks in ways that you, you know, may spend in an appreciating market. And cut back where you can mm-hmm. to cut costs because you know the the future is somewhat unpredictable. So, but as far as marketing a listing, though, hmm. I
0: mean, what what kind of steps do you think are can be cut? I mean, I mean, obviously it depends on the listing. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think is going to be the more sellers should be prioritizing when it comes to their listing?
1: Well, the things that I would say really have not diverge very much from the no matter what the market is it's yeah. spend your you know folks like oh should we redo the kitchen should we redo this bath at this point when i'm sitting in the living room it's too late for all those things you know to make capital improvements i can't say if you spend 7500 to mm-hmm. refinish this bathroom are you going to get 7500 back i don't know so i'm lo- i'm always looking for low cost Easy to do ways to make the property more appealing. Mm -hmm. Have it focusing as much attention as possible to the front photo of the house, the curb appeal. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's what's ultimately going to get people to stop in their tracks and look at your home. Which is it's crazy because twenty years ago that was that was obvious
0: because all you had was that picture in the you know real estate book, Um, but now with the internet and aerial video and uh google maps it's still there's still something about curb appeal
1: absolutely um you know now we shop much differently we don't use the book we don't rely so much on the agent to provide the listings because folks can find those things themselves with all the you know consumer tools out there but photos do sell yeah and you know photography day i think is the most important day um, when I'm laying out the steps for folks. Okay, what should I do? What kind of timeline should I follow? I say, look, photo days, which what you need to worry about. Okay, well, what do I do with all my stuff? I say, look, clear everything off the counters. Mm-hmm. Let's take the photo and then put it back on the counters. That's more important to me than showing day because yeah. once the folks get in the house, they're going to understand that you live here. Right. They're going to understand that you need your coffee maker there. right? So but we want to get them in the door to make Mm. them fall in love okay we don't want to present um you know a product that is going to make them skip to the next one because it's a you know the folks are folks are coming to the property thinking that they're already going to bid on it so you're Mm. able to create that emotional attachment before they've even been to the property i mean you know you've done your job Mm. as a listing agent marketing the property so i try to go all out i do I do a 3D virtual tour, Mm -hmm. help folks maybe gain a bit of an edge in the market by being able to tour the property before it's even shown. Yeah, Um, I'm going to do, of course, aerials. um, Three, uh, I'll actually shoot. uh, I have a cinematic camera that I'll shoot a live tour through. Now I've seen 3D. You know, I've seen. T- movie tours before and they're either panning around or yeah it's really a collage of move- moving photos you know so i actually tour the property with my camera i am open in closets and open pantries and, and and touring it like an actual consumer and right. that that can give somebody uh, you know a huge advantage so i want to get everybody there and somebody's going to love the property you know that's that's my job is to get foot traffic so if i tell a person what their home's worth Mm -hmm. sometimes it you know goes in and out let's let the market tell them what their home's worth through feedback um you know and following up you know with market updates um if, if i have you know if i have a mickey man i use this reference all the time but if i have a mickey mantle card and i tell people it's worth you know a hundred thousand dollars well it's worth what it will sell on ebay for so mm-hmm. that's the market speaking value mm-hmm. so my job is to get people in the door and let them tell the sellers what the home's worth um, now we're going to have a pretty good idea from that first day of showings you know, what the mar- what the property's worth and i can even dip my toe in the water during the coming soon stage yeah you know, if you know other agents and brokers that are you know receiving these exclusive listings that the consumer does not yet see, mm-hmm. and calling me about it, that I know that I'm on to something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, front front of the property. Um. For photo day, you don't need you don't need the property necessarily clean. You just need it tidy. Nobody's going to mm-hmm. be doing the white glove test, so that's where some right. people get overwhelmed. They say, "Oh well, I have to clean the tub and the, the toilets," and not just yet. Just get right. it tidy. Start shoving things in closets. Start packing things. And I say, get packing right away because if you're, you know, you're this serious that you're going to list your home for sale, you're moving, right? So let's start packing because. So many folks they sit back. Go, oh, let me wait for my home to sell, and then the moving process is so overwhelming because, no matter how much stuff you have, yeah. you don't realize how much that you really have collected. And then it, it fits into this small window of time where you know your logistics. Maybe maybe you're buying another home, and it's just there's too much to do, and you have to keep showing strong performance at your job. If you're, if you're yeah. if you if you're buying, you know, so. Get packing. Yeah. What are you waiting for?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, storage unit, not a bad investment for this period, too. Uh, Absolutely. Because people – because that's the other thing, too. It's like you got to tidy up, get get rid of the clutter, just put it somewhere. But at the same time, people want to see all the storage that's available in the basement. Yep. And you walk down there and you're like, well – there's more basement, right, but they they've put a whole bunch of stuff there as a and, and that's agent. how
1: I've done it, and that's how I recommend people do it. Start putting it in a storage unit because yeah. for me to carry this box all the way down to the basement, and, you know, pack it away. Well, I could carry it back up in only a month when I sell right. my home because when I sit down in the living room, my goal is to sell your home in the first two weeks of it being listed. So, you know, get it out of here, yeah, <laughs> move it along. Now I understand, you know, they may not know where they're going yet, so that's where this, you know, just getting a central. Mm-hmm. located storage unit, you know, it's it, it's gonna pay dividends. Nice. Cool.
0: All right. So um, uh I mean I think that helps. It gives us an overview of the market, what you're seeing and what sellers should be thinking when they go to list. Um anything else or that you would wanna add to that?
1: Yeah. Um no I mean you know just have um you know have faith that you know things are your home still gonna improve in value uh you know if you if you're buying and you're paying a high interest rate you know you've we're sick of hearing the the phrase you know marry the house state the rate right if rates go down no problem you can refinance um you know trust that you know we are currently still in a stable market okay so there's no time to panic and we're seeing rates decline the most since they have in 2019 over the last four weeks. So mm-hmm. um, there's, I think, a lot of optimism, and I believe we're going to have this, this resurgence, uh, especially after the holiday. Yeah. Um, so, you know, buckle up. It's going to be a maybe bumpy ride, but it's yeah. going to be a wild one for sure.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, man. What's yeah, the best thanks. way, uh, if anyone has any
1: questions or
0: uh, want to work with you, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Sure.
1: Uh, easiest way is to, uh, to call me in the office here. REMAX Ace Realty ask for the Bobby Holmes team uh, or you can email me at homesweetholmes H-U-L-M-E-S at gmail.com
0: awesome cool thanks a lot man thank you pleasure thanks for listening this has been the Chester County Real Estate Podcast Brought to you by REMAX Ace Realty. Serving buyers and sellers in the Chester County area. Subscribe for new episodes at com slash podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are found.